0: Welcome to the Uplevel Dairy Podcast. This is the podcast for dairy owners, managers, and their trusted advisors who are looking to take themselves and their businesses to their next level of performance, resilience, and success in the dairy farming business. I'm your host, Peggy Coffeen, and it's my mission to bring you the stories and thought leaders to help take you to your next up level. Whether it's a family business or a business that has non-family members involved, this is that critical step to being efficient, getting goals achieved and being able to work towards those things together. And that is what we're going to be talking about today with Jay Joy from Bridgeforth LLP. Welcome, Jay.
1: Hey, Peggy, how are you doing today?
0: I am doing great. And Jay is a founding partner of the Uplevel Dairy Podcast with Bridgeforth LLP. And Jay, what is your motto that you always share with us?
1: helping family-owned enterprises move forward and stay family.
0: And so, Jay, I'm curious, do you ever hear farmers uh, that come to talk with you, especially family farming businesses, complaining that they just can't get things done fast enough, that there's fighting between the partners, um, and not to mention that that's showing up in the employees and how they interact too. Is that something that you hear from some of the family business clients that you work with?
1: That's why I have a job, Peggy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So <laughs>
1: pretty much every client that I begin working with, you know, I think the core issue, if you, un- if you uncover it at the core, it's a, uh, it is a lack of alignment and now it manifests itself in different ways. But yeah, at the core, almost, I would say 99.9% of the time, there is some sort of misalignment going on you know, both within the family or within the business that manifests itself in a lack of performance. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay. So to really understand and illustrate, like you said, how that alignment manifests, uh, are there any examples that come to mind of family farming businesses you've worked with that have had this struggle um, and have maybe a, a positive outcome that they were able to achieve by putting a little work into, getting an alignment
1: yeah I yeah there's one uh, there's one that comes to mind Um, you know I've worked with this client for about three years now I guess it's been and when I first got involved um, it was a lack of performance issue Um, so the business hadn't made money for a few years Uh, their lender was not happy at all with them and they were essentially getting asked to go find a new lender uh, because their existing lender was uh, not very supportive of what they were doing and how they're how they were doing it, so yeah, I got involved uh, back in March of 2020, and you know, as I as I met the family, you know, kind of learned the operation, you know, I was, you know, it was pretty clear that uh, there was some alignment issues that that were manifesting themselves in financial and operational performance so yeah that it was almost like a, a light bulb just kind of went off the more the more times I was around this family and the more I dug into the situation and asked them questions I mean it was very apparent that they were not all on the same page either as a family or as a business operationally.
0: Mm, okay. So what were some of the questions that you asked and the responses you received that you were able to look at the situation and say, really what's causing the financial distress here is the fact that they're just not on the same page. What did it, What? did How did that all come out? What did it look like in real life?
1: Okay. So I guess let me back up and tell you a little bit about this operation. Okay. So it's it's actually not a dairy farm it's a feed yard and a farming operation this particular feed yard and farm actually is two feed yard and farms in one so one of the one of the operations is in the southern part of of western kansas and the other operation is in the northern part of western kansas so geographically they're separated by about 100 miles in between and so down south you know they've got a finishing feed yard and they farm crap. I don't know six thousand acres, something like that down there, and then up north they have a backgrounding yard, um, and then they farm four or five thousand acres up there. So, so operationally they were separated by a hundred miles, and they're all part of the same organization. But the more I dug into it, it's almost like they were running two completely separate operations, and where the lack of performance came in is there was just not a lot of coordination going on between the North and the South when it came to people, equipment, livestock, like you name it, it's almost like there was this invisible barrier between the North and the South.
0: Mm, Gotcha. So family business, multiple sites, multiple family members, and that distance in between, like you said, really created a barrier that that showed up in the, well, at the end of the day, the performance and financial picture, um, but it sounds like you could see it too, just in the, the function or rather dysfunction of how things were getting done.
1: Well, how they were getting done, but then also I think just as importantly is, you know, you start asking some of those more family business type questions, you know, from each family member individually, You know, that's part of my process when I come into a new engagement with a family-owned business. I like to do individual interviews with each, you know, like key member of the family and the business. And so like, to me, the first red flag is if you ask some of those kind of strategic questions, I'll call them, you know, what's the vision for the business? What's the purpose? Like, what, what are your goals? Like, if you start getting different answers to those common questions, depending on who you're talking to. To me, that's like that's a pure that's a clear sign of of misalignment. Maybe not conscious misalignment, but uh, it's misalignment nonetheless. And it, it to me, what it, it it indicates that that family and that business hasn't invested the time to all get on the same page with where they're going and what they're doing and how they're going to get there.
0: Yeah. So, so in this particular instance, you know, would you say that it's similar to a lot of family farms and a lot of family businesses where, you know, everyone's really good at what they do, right? So you're going hundred miles an hour. Everyone's just in go mode, but in growth mode, but perhaps haven't stopped and gotten themselves in the same room to say, hey, this is what we're really doing. This is what we're working for. This is that vision. This these are our goals. Is that kind of the scenario you see often, like in this case or others, where it's just almost like a it, it's almost like the downfall of being like super intense, passionate, successful driven entrepreneurs?
1: <laughs> well, it's 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 yeah. If you're if you're in agriculture and you operate at a high level. There's a high degree of likelihood that um, you're you're pretty intense, like you're an operator, and so. But to me, that like another piece to that is I have this saying that activity does not equal accomplishment. You know, just because we're busy doing all these different activities doesn't mean we're making progress towards what we want. You know, to to achieve in the end, and so yeah, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. That, yeah, we can, you know, we're operators, we can be highly active, we've got all this stuff going on, but at the end of the day, what's the purpose? You know, are we all aligned and are those activities contributing to the achievement of what we want to achieve?
0: Yeah. And in this instance, there is a distance between the different farming sites, but I mean, let's be honest, you can be living in the same house (laughs) and being in the same office every day and have this same challenge that comes up yep
1: Gosh. yeah absolutely. And so you know there is there are things that I look for when I you know go in and start working with a family business. and so it's it's what I call the lack of. And so if there's lack of performance, you know, either operational performance or financial performance, I'm looking for that um, which kind of translates into a lack of efficiency. You know, usually operational and financial performance are kind of a reflection or a result of efficiency. Um, and then, so those are more of the kind of the hard things that I'm looking for, you know. And and then, kind of on the other side, there's some really call them soft things that I'm looking for. If there's lack of smiles, if there's lack of laughter, if there's lack of fun, you know, that to me is another indication that that somewhere along the way there's lack of alignment or some misalignment that's developed. And so even though you may be performing, you know, let's say you're performing financially and operationally, but if you're not having fun doing it and if I'm not hearing some laughter and seeing some smiles that tells me that it's not as easy as what it could be. So mm.
0: So going back to this particular family farming business that you're referring to Jay is this what you uncovered when you started poking around and doing like you said one-on-one interviews asking those questions yep. asking those questions about you know the vision and goals and all that but also noticing the response and the attitude of the the members of the team
1: yeah i mean so it's it's you know if there's lack of financial performance i mean it's pretty easy to to not have fun right i mean it's not fun losing money consistently year over year uh but so you kind of take that with a grain of salt you know if there is performance issues you know oftentimes you won't see a lot of smiling and laughing right however um yeah as I interviewed each one of those family members individually based on the responses it was pretty clear that there were some underlying alignment issues um both you know, as a family and what the goal was as a family, but then also individually. So in this case, it was a, a mother and a father, then three siblings. So it was pretty clear to uncover that there was some lack of alignment uh, between each individual's role within the business and their contribution, you know, to the to the family business. So,
0: Yeah, so you uncover that from having these conversations, but then what?
1: Well, so to me, it's like, okay, so number one, is there misalignment? You know, and I guess what is the, where's the core of that? And so then to your point, you're asking me, okay, so now that you've identified that there is misalignment, then how do we solve for that? To me, I think people make it a little bit more complicated than it needs to be. You just got to start talking. You just got to invest in the time to talk get the right people in the right room, having the right conversations. And if you can do that, like to me, that's where it all starts. The problem with, with a lot of family-owned businesses and why they're misaligned and they continue to stay misaligned is because they don't take the time to take a step back and just sit down and actually talk to one
0: another. Mm, mm, absolutely. Yeah. And so, okay. So what you're talking about is open communication. And I mean, that's like a, that's like the, the biggest word that we can all define in so many ways. And so in order to take that talking, that communication and actually make it effective, what did you have to help this family do?
1: Uh, so there's really three things we did. So first thing we did was we, we set up a weekly call. You know, it sounds very like, well, that's easy. Well, yeah, it is easy. Just because it, or that's simple. Just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. Okay, so we set up a weekly call, Friday morning, 7.30 a.m. All the key managers at the south location and the north location, plus myself, we all FaceTimed in, and we went through a very simple agenda. What are you doing? What's working well? What's not working well, and what do you need help with? So, the way that their the the way that their management is structured is at the South Ranch, they've got one guy, or really it's two guys that they both kind of oversee everything, but one of them oversees the cattle operation, and the other other one sees the farming opera, oversees the farming operation, and then at the North Ranch. Uh, The same guy oversees both the cattle and the farming operation. So it was literally one, two, three, four. So they're CFO. One of the daughters is a CFO and then the dad. So one, two, three, four, five. Five managers within the operation plus me, six. We're on that weekly FaceTime every Friday morning at 7.30 a.m. Rain or shine winter or summer you know planting or harvest didn't matter mm. same time same location same agenda so that was uh, that was number yeah. one yeah
0: so a standing facilitated meeting yep. and prior to that how often was that happening never never
1: like okay. they they are i mean they may call each other one of you know may do a one on one you know phone call or text message or whatever but so most primarily like most of their communication previous to setting up that weekly call Friday morning at 7:30 a.m. Most of it was on a text thread, and not a common text thread, but like seven—I don't know how many different text threads where not everybody was part of the same conversation. Ah. ah. So we set up the weekly call, got on it one text thread, right? So that was the first thing. The second thing is. Um. So the way that this family, so it's mom and dad, three siblings, two of the siblings and their spouses lived at the South location. One sibling and spouse lived at the North location, but they all reported to dad. Dad was essentially the, the general manager, the CEO, whatever you want to call him, right? He was the guy in charge. And so I just finally said, dad you got to get your ass in a pickup truck and you need to go up and you need to actually spend some time, you know, at the North ranch. Cause kind of remember it's a hundred miles away. So, um, you know, getting in a, getting in the pickup truck, physically driving to the North ranch and spending, you know, a half a day, um, once a month, that was the second thing. Okay. The third thing. Um, so those two, um, so both, you know, setting up a weekly meeting and then actually a monthly in person visit where you're actually spending some time together. Those two were more operationally, you know, focused. But then, so we didn't forget about, you know, the why are we doing all this. The third thing we did was set up semi annual family business meetings where they I actually physically come down to the, down to the locate, down to their, uh, south location, and facilitate a family business meeting where we do it two times a year. So once in the summer after wheat harvest, and then once in kind of the early or yeah during the winter. So in that February March time frame. So after corn harvest and and once we get after we get year end financial results. So that that's really kind of the three things that we did to you know improve the communication, which by extension, you know, just naturally that'll improve improve the alignment um, that we see both in the family and the business. So,
0: yeah, and so uh, you know, going back to your points earlier, Jay, of we need to get these people talking to each other. This is the structure. This is the how to get those conversations started, but also have consistency, regularity, expectation setting for um, this is how we can have open communication. And so you started working with this family a couple of years ago. Um, After implementing, I mean, even just this piece right here that involved the operational communication, the financial communication, and getting everybody in conversations on a regular basis, What's it like with this family business now?
1: Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that they struggled financially um, for many years. They, they they broke even. They made a little money. They lost a little money. Um, and this last year, they, they I mean, they posted the best financial results that they've ever had. And not by a little bit, by a wide margin. Now, some of that's the result of a good cattle market. Some of that's the result of a good corn market. But... Um, Even from a harvest standpoint, you know, they were very challenged, especially at the South location last year with wheat. But on the corn side of things, they had their best harvest they've ever had. So I think, you know, is it a result of these things that we put in place? Who's to say, right? I mean, maybe, maybe not. But I can tell you this, when I I go down there and I facilitate family business meetings for this family, I see a lot more smiles. I hear a lot more laughter and the financial statements the proof's in the pudding. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So this is truly a success story.
1: I think so. I mean, I think so. I, you know, it would be interesting if you were to interview the family, what they would say about it. But from my perspective, you know, I know where they were at three years ago when, when I got the phone call And I know where they're at today, and it's a completely different space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jay, I tell you, thank you for sharing that story. And I think it's one that in many levels, a lot of our listeners are able to relate to within their own family businesses, their own family farms, uh, and even just within their own family structures in general. And so what you've really laid out is a framework for open communication that has helped this farming business go from, you know, some level of misalignment that was leading to stress you know, and that could have really um, extrapolated into something even worse for the financial picture, but also the ability to this family to be a family.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it, just because it's, you know, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's going to be easy, right? And I think that's, to me, that's like the take home message. A lot of these things, it's not rocket science, but you just got to do it. You
0: just got to do it. And, uh, and sometimes we just need that, uh, that outside person to hold us accountable for getting it done. Yep. Awesome, Jay. Well, any other thoughts that you want to share on this particular subject of helping family businesses like this and others go from frustrated and uh, inefficient or unproductive or lacking financial performance to being able to really get on the same page and then enjoy the benefits of greater efficiency, a better financial outlook. And as you said, with this particular family, being able to sit around the table and smile smile and laugh together?
1: Yep. I would say, yeah. So number one, invest in the time to talk. And I, you know, I talked a lot about that. The other the other thing that I, I didn't mention directly, but it happened in this case was, you know, engage the players and the planning, you know? And so make sure that the right people are in the right room, having the right conversation, developing the plan together, because if people feel like they're part of the planning process, man their level of engagement and a level of accountability and ownership for the plan just goes through the roof so
0: yeah so all those factors together have led to success yep Excellent. And Jay, so one one of our favorite ways to end the Up Level Dairy Podcast when we are lucky enough to have you on each month is when you share one of your favorite reads. And so we'll close out this episode of the podcast with Jay's Book Club. So Jay, what do you have for us today?
1: It's called The Twin Thieves. Ah. And this this book was actually sent to me by a client uh, because they know I like to read. Um and this is a fable. And it was written by a very, very successful high school football coach in Northeast Wisconsin. And so I'm not going to, I don't know that I want to spoil it. So just trust me. It's a very quick, read. I think I read this in maybe like three hours or something like that. It's 140 pages. It's a simple, quick read, but Trust okay. You.
0: So, so I'm going to trust you that it's a good book, but you got to give us a little bit more. So, if you're a dairy farmer or in any sort of end of the farming or agriculture business, yep. what's in it what's in it for me if I read this book? What can I expect to walk away with?
1: So, it talks about the twin thieves and the twin thieves are the fear of failure and the fear of judgment. Mm. Mm. And it 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 walks you through the evolution of a football team that was fairly successful in their own right, but when it came to crunch time and the playoffs and, and you know, they, they just couldn't break through. And really what it was, it wasn't, a, uh, it wasn't a talent issue. It wasn't a coaching issue. It was a culture issue.
0: Hmm. Okay, now you're getting to the good part. Well, anyway. <laughs> and this is where you can't spoil it for us, right? Now now we got to go read it on our own.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it.
0: Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, Jay, as always, it's a pleasure to have you on the Uplevel Dairy Podcast. We're always thankful for your ability to share your wisdom as a fractional CFO, as a family business advisor, as an executive coach to dairies across the country. And uh, thank you for being on with Bridgeforth LLP. Thank you, Peggy. All right. And as always, if you want to reach out to Jay, you can find his contact information in our show notes. Thank you for listening to the Uplevel Dairy Podcast. I'm your host, Peggy Coffeen. And if you like what you heard today, go ahead and head on over to UplevelDairy.com to read the blog and join the Uplevel Dairy email list so you can receive new podcast blogs and special offers coming soon from Uplevel Dairy straight in your inbox. To listen to more episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. And don't forget to rate and review. Connect with me, Peggy, at Peggy at UplevelDairy.com and follow UplevelDairy Dairy on Facebook,
1: Instagram, and LinkedIn.